0: Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny F.D.,
1: Hey, what's up, guys? This is your host, Johnny, and welcome to episode one of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. Today, we have my good buddy, Adam, from Los Angeles. Adam's one of my buddies. Uh, h- how did we meet again, Adam? Um, we met a long time ago in... I think I met you in Vancouver, actually. Yeah, we, we actually met in Canada. Uh, we used to both work for the same company, um, and we moved on from that. But uh, where are you working at na- at na- right now before we started this business? I do outside sales for a company
0: that will remain nameless, but I I sell (laughs) home improvement products like uh, patio covers, kitchens,
1: roofs. Okay, but you make that sound glamorous, like you're selling that and you're making all the money for it. (laughs) It wasn't quite that, all that. I mean,
0: you're you're definitely working for somebody. It's the type of thing where any commission job, they're gonna reel you in by saying, oh, you can like set your own paycheck, you get as much money as however hard you wanna work. And to an extent it's true, but that extent is 90-hour weeks, and
1: that's not the best for, for your psyche or your skin or, or anything, really. <laughs> all right, so besides the long work hours, I mean, when you say 90 hours a week, what was your work schedule actually like? My work schedule was wake up, well, wake up at 7, but work schedule start, be at the
0: office at 8.30 for the morning meeting. Okay. And then run appointments throughout the day, so someday you might always be working all day long. Someday you might get an early appointment and it doesn't go well. So you have like a couple hours of downtime, whatever. But the latest I would get home is two in the morning. Wow! So I'd have multiple
1: days a week
0: working from 8.30 a.m. till two in the morning. Wow. That's a long time.
1: I used to have a sales job as well. Right out of college, I went to UC Irvine, a four-year university, got my bachelor's. And I thought I scored a great job with a great company. It was a big American company and... I got to wear a suit and tie. Uh, usually it was a white dress shirt from Costco, <laughs> the Kirkland signature nice, <laughs> and uh, a tie. And I thought it was great, but I, you know, I ended up realizing after a year that I'm in a cubicle, I'm working, you know, 40, 50 hours a week on this commission job. And some months you're not motivated. You just, you know, cause you're working for someone else. I mean, when did you when did you realize you you stopped loving or your job or did you ever love it? I think I loved it at
0: first because the paychecks were really good, and I uh, like when I got the job, I was pretty broke, and I I had a wife. Well, I still have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't changed. Not after hearing this podcast. <laughs> so it's like I had bills to pay, had no way of paying it. So at first, even though I was working crazy hours, I kept like justifying it in my head. I would say stuff like, "Oh, well, it's only temporary. It's just for now. I need the money." And so at first, like I could justify it, and then. It started not being as fun, but I didn't like. I felt like I couldn't really think it wasn't fun anymore because I was like, "Wait, I'm still making good money. What do I have to complain about?" I didn't want to be ungrateful, so I sat down and I added my act. I actually recorded my hours for a week and I broke down like how much money I made. I think that week I made like seven grand in a week. Wow, a lot of money! But I broke it down and. the, the Like, I'm not sure if this was the same week, but whatever week I broke it down for, I made less than 17 bucks an hour. Okay. So it's like, it was ridiculous considering like how much you were working.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Because you're just, at the end of the day, you're trading time for money. And for me, it was the same way. You know, I was in the sales job. In the beginning, I was very motivated. I was excited and I was making good money. But after a while being being in the same office, kind of doing the same the same thing every day, having to be on the on schedule uh you you know at least for me i I felt like I just wanted to do the least amount possible and and kind of skate by
0: <laughs> that's Johnny
1: all uh, right but uh I guess we'll say that for another day um uh, my friends used to nickname nickname me mr shortcut, and that's kind of uh the point of this podcast is figuring out a way where we can live the lifestyle we want um, I don't know if you guys listen to this, have read the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss, but you know, big shout out to him. He's the one that really brought me to where I am today. Um, so Adam and I haven't seen each other in quite a while before, before this trip. How long ago was that? in was Vancouver?
0: Um, nine months. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Like that. Nine a months. So a lot, a
1: yeah. lot of change in, in those nine months. Uh, I just got back from Thailand. We we're actually sitting in his apartment here in Los Angeles. Um, we just spent the whole day working on, on our e-commerce stores together, our websites together. And uh, that's really what got us um, hanging out again um, was, was this system. You know, Adam, you want to you know, tell him a little bit about how, I mean, basically why you decided to, to start this? Um,
0: let's see. I want to travel. I want to have a life. I was getting stuck in the rut of, like, making money and it was crazy how i thought that it would like solve my problems and my stresses but it added a lot to it because now i have like i mean you you're working that much okay now you have relationship problems because you're not home enough to take care of that and now you have health problems because you're sleeping 6 hours a night and or less um because i'm not a very good sleeper and you're having like like skin like literal skin problems because you're working too much and you're stressing out <laughs> so for those who
1: can't <laughs> see uh this video, because this is just audio. Uh, Adam used to work as a Abercrombie and Fitch model. So, he, <laughs> so you know those guys that stand topless wearing nothing but jeans in front of uh, in front of the mall. That was Adam.
0: <laughs> More or less. <laughs> I mean, that was you. Right? Yeah, yeah. I did that at the Grove in in
1: Hollywood. If anybody's been there. All right. Um, Eight bucks an hour. <laughs> so. Uh, the, the yeah. So what actually happened was Adam had messaged me online, and and uh he's been working on copywriting. Um, actually, how did you get into copywriting? Anyways, did did you read some books on it, take a course, or?
0: Um, let's see. I got into it because I've always loved writing, and I've done it like creatively. I, I've written like stories and music, and I would love to to do that with my free time now that I'm you know running an e-commerce store, but. I thought, hey, I was still working like full-time at my sales job, and I was like, I need a way out of this. Mm-hmm. What are my strengths? Writing. Okay. So I read a bunch. I was like, how can I actually make money now with writing? And it seemed like copywriting was one of the more popular and actual ways to do that. So that's mm-hmm. why I started. Okay.
1: So Adam came to me uh, just a few weeks ago and basically offered to help me promote the the book I wrote, 12 Weeks in Thailand. Uh, it's been sitting on Amazon, um, and it's – on the Kindle version is nine ninety nine, so it's really cheap. And Adam basically came to me saying, "Hey, you have all your review, all your reviews are five star. Uh, everybody loves this book. You can sell it for a lot more money." And he and he said to me, "You know, why aren't you selling it for more?" And I told him, "I said, to be honest, you know, that's more of a passion project that I have on the side. Uh, sure, it brings in some money, but it's really not my my priority or my main source of income." Um, if you asked me six months ago when I was living in Thailand on a budget and I was Dad broke. Uh, I was I was literally in Thailand with without a return ticket home, no source of income, and that was my source of income. So if you asked me six months ago, I would have been like, "Great, let's you know, let's raise the price, let's do whatever we can." Uh, but this time, I mean, what did I tell you?
0: Uh, you told me it didn't really matter. <laughs> You're like, dude, stop wasting your time. You're like, do something that works and and like makes real money. <laughs> yeah, because um, I had built a website too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, so um, so Adam had another uh, a, uh, an ebook uh, which he was going to sell through affiliate programs, and I take a look at it, and I helped, you know, I helped him do some some research to see you know how many people are searching for it on Google. And this is keep in mind, this
0: is three months after I spent three months writing it. So
1: yeah, so I know it was a little bit hard for me to hear, but I said, hey, you know the honest truth is, you you're never going to be able to replace your income with this book." And I, you know, I felt really bad uh, because he just spent all this time writing writing this book. Um, and I told him, I said, you know, even mine, uh, which is actually is, you know, it actually is a really good book that people want and people are buying, it's, being an author really sucks. You know, it's something that you should do for fun, just, you know, to, you know. Because you like writing. Because you like writing and because you love it. But don't do it for an income. And I, and I told him at the end, I said, look, if you really want to make some money online, you really hate your job, um, Check out this this new thing I've been doing. It's called e-commerce. And I think I started that day, and and like, you know, <laughs> not even that that you just started that day. Within three days, you had a site, literally, like basically up and running. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I
0: think I I spent I I actually pulled an all-nighter. Not not I went home that night. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning. I bought the the program that you recommended. Yeah. And then I spent all day working on it, and then I spent all literally all night working on it. I I stayed up for I think like forty eight hours and then it was done.
1: Yeah. Um, Was it pretty straightforward? Or did it?
0: Well, I like I've never really had experience in web design or anything like that. And it's super basic, like you really don't need to know that much about about web design to make a living from the internet. But I knew so little that I I made a lot of mistakes. Um, And that's probably why it took so long. Because I mean, we set up our second site together. And it
1: took us seven hours together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of, you know, combining our powers. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but actually, well, one of the reasons why I decided to partner with you on this second store uh, is because I saw how determined you are, how hardworking you were um, for for you getting your first site up without really much help at all. I mean, you, you know, you did call me a lot. You bugged me a lot <laughs> with it. <laughs> but I actually really appreciated that because I knew that you were serious and, and you weren't just going to you know, sweep it under the rug, you're, you know, you're determined to make it work. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you know, basically, uh, I think, was it a week ago that we we got back together? Yeah, it was, um, let's see, today is,
0: what, Thursday? It was not last Monday, but the Monday before, so like a week and four days.
1: Okay. So about 10, 10, 11 days ago, um, I sat down with Adam, and actually, what had happened is Adam said to me, he said, Johnny, I, I really hate my job. I really want to quit, but I need to be able to to replace my income before I can, and you, there was a little bit of desperation in, in your voice because I, I remember you telling me over the phone. You said, "Johnny, look, I know you're busy, but I'll pay you. You know, I'll pay you five hundred bucks to come and help me with with the site." Yeah. And I felt, you know, I didn't want to take your money, uh, especially if you weren't making money from it. So I said, "Look, let me come over and let me let me figure out, you know, what I can help you with." Uh, so I took a look at Adam's first niche. And I you know, I basically said, you know, it looks like you did everything correct. The only thing you can really do is let it sit and let it go through the, you know, the the process and see what happens out of it. I said if you're going to make money from this niche, um it'll come. And if not, you know what? Take all the, you know, take it as a learning experience.
0: And I said I hate learning experiences.
1: <laughs> I said I hate
0: learning experiences I want money. But it's actually starting <laughs> to work now, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, you made your first sale. Uh, well, a couple days after we, we set it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then today, I mean, I've made in my first week, I made like six sales. Like after my first sale, it, it just started coming.
1: Yeah. And I was the exact same way for, for my e-commerce store. I think for the first two months, I mean, it took me a lot, a lot longer than Adam actually mainly cause I, I didn't have, I, you know, I had really no experience with, um, building websites besides blogs and kind of real basic stuff. I had no experience with e-commerce at all. Um, And I had all these problems, you know, getting things set up and I didn't really know, I I didn't, I I didn't know what I was doing. Um, (laughs) but with Adam, he has patience and, you know, he actually went through all the, all the correct processes. You know, he watched all the videos. Um, you didn't, I kind of skipped through a lot of them. Uh, in retrospect, now I've actually watched all the videos over again, just to make sure I didn't skip anything. Um, yeah, but you know, today you made, you made your biggest sale so far, right?
0: Yeah, I did. It was, uh, let's see, I sold a, one of my, I was about to say what it was. <laughs> I sold one of my products, I sold a $1,500 product. And then I guess like even with the shipping and the the money that Shopify takes out, yeah uh, I think the profit ended up being right around 250 or 300 bucks for today.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, that's a great profit. But a lot of people don't realize is, you know, making $20 or $250 a day at your normal job doesn't sound like a lot of money. And it's not because after you're working you're working hard. yeah you're working eight hours for that you're you know the government takes a, a quarter of it, a third of it in, in taxes and you can only work you know so many hours so many hours and so many days a week the great thing about a online store once you have it set up is if you're making 200 a day let's do the math for everyone actually um if you're making so he made 250 today but let's say 200 and because it's set up to run every day seven days the, a week on even on weekends even when you're on vacation even when you're sick so it runs 30 days a week i mean uh 30 days <laughs> a, a month that's actually six thousand dollars in profit per month if you make one of those sales per day and you're not always going to get the big sales a day you might get a couple of small ones a day yeah even,
0: um, i mean calculate out for 40 bucks okay even yeah. if you like 40 bucks is super super reasonable
1: I mean, that's, I mean, it's 40 bucks. That's like low. It's super easy to get it per day for, for making, for making sales. But that's, that's
0: still 1.2,000.
1: That's enough to like pay your rent. Yeah. That's 1200 bucks a month in, in your pocket in cash. That's and, like,
0: even if you want to keep working your day job and have this on the side, you're, you have like an extra 1200 bucks to spend.
1: Yeah. I, I usually recommend to guys not to quit your day jobs, to get everything set up and, and running, um, and have this as a kind of secondary income until it replaces it. Um, Adam kind of did the opposite where he, well, I, was in a, I was in a car crash. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm glad you're okay now, but it yeah. was, it was almost kind of good timing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was in a car crash and I had to stay home from work. Um, and I still can only work like three days a week. So I had, I had all that time to get started and set up, but really if you spend, I, I would say if you spend, if you dedicate two hours every day to it, you could still have it up within two weeks.
1: Yeah. Well, what I did at the beginning when I was sitting at my first store is anytime I felt like I wanted to watch TV. Or do something kind of lazy. Instead, I was like, you know what? Let me just work on the site. Because it's actually kind of fun. It's basically like playing a video game. Yeah. Right? Like you're leveling up. You're collecting items. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and, and now that it's up and running, it's, you know, like, it's like there's a little game that we do play. Where we set up the Shopify app on our phones to notify us every time we make a sale. Yeah. And we just kind of go back and forth. And every time we get a sale, we, we hold up our phone. We're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I know you just got started and you haven't made that many sales yet, but where's been the most random time or place that you've made a sale? Um,
0: let me think most random time or place. Oh, (laughs) so I think Monday of this week I was at my day job, my sales job, and we do a lot of driving. Uh, I was riding with my friend Josh and I was in the passenger seat. And I was pretty much like I had my computer on my lap. I was like working on on files offline while we were driving, and we were having a really shit day. We weren't getting any sales. Everyone was kicking us out of their house, that sort of thing. And then I got like a a notification on my phone. I was like,
1: "Okay, I made a sale on my website, and I'm not even making a sale on my job today." <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, I actually keep a little notepad on my on my iPhone with random places I've I made a sale. Okay, let's see. Uh, some of my favorite ones is. Uh, I like being woken up in the morning with a sale <laughs> and you know, it's usually, I actually, I set my phone so it doesn't disturb me until at least eight cause I don't like waking up early. But right when I, you know, at eight thirty two 32 or something, I got a, a text saying, Hey, you made, you just made a sale, which is an awesome way to start your day. I've also gotten one while watching UFC fight and <laughs> which is my favorite sport. It's the middle of it. I'm cheering, screaming. Let's see my phone. I'm like, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, the most random is probably at a strip club. <laughs> one of my two of my buddies got married uh, this month, which is why I'm in town. And while at one of the the bachelor parties, um, you know, there's beautiful girls dancing around and I'm like, hold on, my my phone's vibrating and I look and I'm like, and it just makes me so happy to get these yeah. sales at the most random places. Um <laughs>
0: Dancing at a wedding?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was uh, so at the wedding itself I was dancing, put my phone down, and I came back, I'm like, Oh, I'm another sale. So you know, these are just kind of some random, you know, random things where it's working for you all the time, and uh, that—that's what I really, really love about this. Is getting back to the lifestyle design. Is my goal is to be able to travel. Uh, I, you know, I never traveled until very recently, until a few years ago. My whole life as a kid, you know, I, we went on some family vacations, but never really left the country. Never really went anywhere. Never even went to New York. You know it, until a few years ago and i grew up in you know in california it was, it's not that hard of a flight i mean for what about you adam did you travel a lot as a kid um yeah
0: i kind of did actually do a lot of traveling but it was just like family stuff so i've never um i've like the only place where i've paid for myself to go was my wife's from norway so we flew to norway um, last Christmas, but I mean I can see myself traveling a lot now that I have the freedom of, of mobility like that's That's wealth really like wealth is not having a million bucks in your bank account It's having enough money every day no matter where you are. Yeah, so to, to live the life that you want,
1: you know, it, it's Here's the thing is there's sometimes, you know, you're working a lot and you have an excess of money sometimes you're not working and you have excess of time But very, very seldom do people have an excess of both money and time at the same time Mm -hmm. concurrently. And this, you know, this really, I mean, it's always an excuse. If you you ever ask a buddy, hey, let's go on vacation somewhere. I don't have the
0: time, I don't have the money. Yeah,
1: I can't get off work, even though I have the money. Or, you know, I don't have a job, but, or I'm going to school, I I have free time, but I don't have the money for it. And you never get both. But what I actually learned recently, which is even crazier, is there's a third component. And I was sitting at a, a, I think it was a Pete's Coffee in San Francisco. And it was, it was a pretty full coffee shop. So this old man, who's probably, I think it was 70. He's, yeah, he's, I actually remember he was exactly 70. Uh, he sat down and shared a table with me and we started chit-chatting. And he told me that he just retired this year and now he has all this free time and he doesn't know what to do with it. And, uh, you know, I I talked to him about his old job. He got a good pension, you know, he had a good retirement fund. So he actually has a good amount of excess money and now he has excess time. But what he's missing now is, is youth and vitality and and health. Um, When you're 70, you're not going to want to travel the world and party. I mean, (laughs) you you know, you might want to go, you might want to do certain things, but most likely you're not going to be able to do the things that, that you wish you could have done at, you know, at your age right now. Yeah. So for me, it's, you know, I, I'm already 32. Um, Adam's lucky. He's a lot younger yeah. and I, I wish I, I, I wish I would have started this 10 years ago. Uh, but at the same time, I'm happy I'm starting it now and not 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, so I definitely recommend to everyone out there that if you know, if you're holding off on, on something, I mean you have, you have to just take advantage of your life right now. Uh, one thing that we did today, that's actually quite easy that everybody can do, but it's really, really powerful is write down a to do list. Oh.
0: What did you think about that? That was tight because we were we were at um what it was it Panera Bread and we were getting kind of lazy. Like I got a sale, so I was we, we were like, all right, now let's work on our website together because we run a couple different sites. One we're working on together, and we kept not not even touching it. Um, and then we're like, all right, let's do a to do list, and we finally got some stuff done.
1: Yeah, well, you know whatever you write down gets done, and it sounds you know it sounds silly. Everyone's heard of it before. And that was the same way where I would always just put it off like, yeah, okay, I'll do a mental to-do list or I'll write some stuff on my phone. But physically writing it down makes a huge difference.
0: And there's another thing to to keep in mind as well. I've made to-do lists before, and there's a mistake that you can do when you're actually making one, which is adding too much to it um, and, like, adding so much where you're trying to, like – you want to check off the boxes like, okay, I got this done. I got this done, but you're not actually being effective. You're just being efficient. You're just getting things done. So it's really important to only put things on if they're going to make a significant change in whatever project you're working on.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So what I do is I actually separate my to-do list, which is more of a daily thing where it's things I'm going to be doing today or within the next few days. And then I have a dreamline list or a, um, a three month, six month, one year, goal list and on those i put kind of the bigger things um so i definitely recommend to everyone for that uh tim ferris talked about this in the four-hour work week dreamlining is basically figuring out what what your ideal life would be and writing it down and just the simple fact that you're writing it down your chances of it happening are, are much much greater Um uh, me and adam haven't talked about this offline but what would your what would your ideal life be no matter you know no matter don't worry about you know if it's you know, if it's immediately plausible or not, like, what would your ideal life be right now?
0: Um, I don't like being in one place. So I would love to, like, have somewhere where I could call home base, like, an apartment in New York or, like, a nice house in L.A. And then only see that house maybe, like, a couple months total out of the year because I'd be traveling all the time. And while I'm traveling, I'd love to be playing music at, like, different venues. So having the money to, like, to be able to travel and the, the free time to make that music and, like, put it out there... Long enough where I I'm, I have like a reputation where I can play around like that.
1: Yeah, that's that's really cool. uh And remember, these dreamlines change all the time. Uh, if you asked me five years ago what my my ideal dreamline would be, it actually sounds a bit silly. But I want I I wanted to be able to just hibernate and just not be bothered for three months, four months, even five months, and just just sleep not to have any responsibilities, not have anything to do. And I think that stemmed from all the years of school I went through. Yeah, that
0: sounds awful to me. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, because I remember it would be so antisocial.
1: But like throughout high school, you know, you're just waiting until you graduate so you can go to college. And then once you get to college, you're like, okay, you know what? Once I graduate college, it'll be great. And towards the end of college, people start talking about getting your master's or getting your MBA. And you realize, man, this is just a lie. This never, never, ever, ever ends. Yeah. Um, and once you start working, you know, you think you're going to be happy as well. And you're, and you're not. Most people for the first year, you're excited. But after that, you realize, you know what? This sucks as well. Uh, and yeah, it's true. like the other day, we met a guy at Panera Bread. It's our oh new my favorite God. shop. Oh, my God. Oh. And, and this guy had his MBA. Because he, and only we know this because he was bragging to us about his NBA. But, well, I mean, Adam, Adam, I'm going to give you the mic. Tell us, tell everyone about this guy.
0: Okay. So he was like the most, he was very soul sucking. He had a problem. It was me, it was Johnny, and it was Jason. They're both Asians. So this dude's like sitting at the other table, has a problem with his computer. Of course, he asked the Asians, (laughs) what's wrong with it? So he starts talking to us and he's like, oh, you guys like, you guys run businesses on your computer. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, that's really cool and he starts like trying to work with it, like literally
1: like start a a business with us out of the blue. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. I mean, I mean he he literally he, he basically said to it. Yeah, he basically said to us, Oh, you know what? Uh we should work together on For on- no reason, even though you've never met me and I seem like a total schmuck. Yeah, and he starts trying to qualifying to us. He's like He's like,
0: Oh, I know how to do this, I have a great team, promise like just give me the chance.
1: Yeah, he's like I have an MBA I know Snoop Dogg, <laughs> I, <laughs> everything, dude. You know, and he, you know, he's like, oh, you know, give me your business card. You know, here's mine. And he's like, oh, you make sure you email me. And finally, when we left, he was still. He was literally as we were leaving. He was like, oh, I might start an online business and email you. And I was like, good luck, good luck. I was like, I'm sure you will. Oh man, I mean, that was the first time I felt like a hot chick. <laughs> you know, I mean, like when guys come up to you, to a girl and say, oh yeah, you know, I'll take you here. I know, I I know this person. I know that. I'll get you a part of that movie. And in your mind, you're just like, you know what? This guy's trying way too hard. Yeah. But I, I generally felt bad for him because. Yeah. It's pathetic. I mean, it's not like insultingly, but like it
0: feels like it's pathetic and that that's what makes you feel bad. It's like, you feel sorry for, for that sort of mental state.
1: And I think what it was is I actually checked out his website. uh, And he, you know, he's, he, it's a legitimate website, but it's, it's one of those things. I think he does some kind of marketing consultant uh, he has his MBA, and I think he's just no longer relevant. Him, him, and his industry. We well, can't even market himself to some guys at Panera, like. <laughs> and what it was is he offered us. He said he actually said to us. He said, "Hey, if you guys need an investment or some seed money, um, you know I can get it for you." We're like, no. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, that's actually exactly the opposite of our business model. Our business model is to be able to get started and build a business. With no capital, no loans, uh, very like very very little upfront costs. I mean, Adam, to start your your first store online, how much did you did you spend out of pocket?
0: I spent less than two hundred. I've already made it back yeah. after it's been running for two weeks. So
1: yeah, and the thing is, I mean, imagine if you're if you're to start a real, like let's say you're going to start a retail Twitter business, right? Or, yeah. Well, even just let's say you wanted to sell. Um, I don't know uh, cars. D- not cars. cars. Let, let's say something easier. Let's say furniture, right? You want to sell. Uh, Desks, all right? And you wanted this. You know, you wanted to start a store that sells furniture. What would you need, right? A lot of people first they would need some kind of education for it. So a lot of people actually go to business school to learn how to start their own business. I two, mean,
0: two hundred grand,
1: right? That's two hundred grand <laughs> and two years or four years of your life. Yeah. All right. Um, and then you need to rent a retail location. What's that? That's gonna be. I mean, I,
0: don't, I have no idea. You know, you got to Thou- thousands a month. Yeah, a you got to you got to
1: furnish it. Uh, you got to buy cash registers. You got to you know sign up for electricity bills. Hire employees. Hire employees. Train them. Um, get all the stuff right. I mean, out of pocket. I mean, you're looking minimum fifty thousand, if not five hundred thousand dollars to start a business without
0: merch, without stocking. I yeah, mean, that's not even considered stocking.
1: Yeah, and then you then you need you know first you need to get approved by. By the furniture company so you would you would call them up say hey guys um i have the store now I, w- I want to be able to carry your products the you know they'll say okay you know um what would you like to buy this in your catalog you get everything wholesale which is good but now you have a hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory sitting in your showroom and when people come in you know they're basically giving you some money back that you've already spent now the difference is let's say you wanted to start that same furniture store online and you're selling, you know, you're selling these tables, right? Like dining room tables or like a set. You start, a, you know, you start the website. I mean, you still need some kind of training. Um, for us, you know, I was very, very lucky that I met Anton. Uh, so for you, for those you know who, who of you don't know, um, Anton runs a a drop shipping e-commerce uh, training system. And if I didn't meet him in person and, and didn't just you know become friends with him before hearing about the, hearing about the course, I wouldn't have believed how easy it was. And I wouldn't have really believed it, but he's seriously one of the most genuine guys I've ever met. And after knowing him for years online and then uh, hanging out with him in Chiang Mai and he saw how broke I was at my old job, well, which is, which is basically as a writer, um, he, you know, t- he offered to teach me a system and it worked. And which is why I started my blog, uh, Johnnyfdcom uh, for those who haven't seen it yet. And, because of that, a lot of my friends like Adam, my buddy Jason, my buddy Chris, they're all starting their online business now. And none of us had any training for this before. Um, and the great thing about it was it it didn't cost any of us more than a couple hundred dollars to start up. Uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of time commitment in the beginning. It's not, you know, this magical thing overnight, but it's building a legitimate real business. And it, it, you do it for so little risk. I mean let's say you know that learning experience that adam had imagine if you had started a real you know like a real business (laughs)
0: like well chalk it up to a life lesson yeah and bankruptcy
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're like i I can't do that i can't just have that as a life lesson but as this on this online store the great thing is you lost literally zero dollars in fact you made you made money yeah so even if that niche that you that you first picked you know doesn't become the you know the the one you'll st- always make money from it and you've already made back more than you've invested
0: yeah um, and I see it being profitable in the future but even if it was a flop like it'd be a it actually be a profitable flop like a, a small amount
1: well I, I asked anton before I said hey uh you know do you recommend testing the the new niches before you before you commit to it and his answer was actually kind of surprising because easy ways to test is um, you can up some uh some of the ads for the, for the products and not have actual checkout like a checkout button to see who would go check out or some people even sell it on ebay and see if anyone's interested in buying this um there's, so there's different ways to test most of it you could you know you could spend you know a hundred dollars to test it but anton actually he, what he said was surprising he said that he doesn't test any products uh he just builds a store starts selling it and the reason for that is he said he's some stores don't do very well. Some niches just don't sell well online. Uh, maybe the item's too heavy or it's too it's too expensive or too, too cheap. Too personal. Too personal, whatever it is. Um, some things just don't sell well online. But he said that even the crappy niches that don't do well still make some money. And because you can automate them, there's really no reason why you can't just leave it up and running and making and make a couple hundred bucks a month from it. Right. So um, getting back to, you know... Starting the store, it's—I mean, it's 2013 right now, and it's a complete, a complete game changer. I mean, Adam, could you imagine uh, doing this before? I mean, what what made you realize, hey, I can do this? Um, I knew it could be
0: done, um, just because of of things that I've read and my understanding of my basic understanding of business. But like seeing you be able to do it, because you're—I'm fu- just kidding. Uh, seeing you be able to do it, like in front of me. It's like, okay, there's no excuse not to do it. Um, I was already building websites, but I just was blind. And so once I had like a framework to put all that effort into, I'm like, okay, now I can actually head in a direction that I know works instead of trying to work so hard to find something that works.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, you know, for the past many, many years, I've had blogs and I really enjoy writing. I think, you know, I've always enjoyed writing and I've always enjoyed creating blogs and sharing my experiences. But I, it was never never way you know a way to make money. Even with uh, Johnny FD, the original URL was JohnnyFD.blogspot.com, and my buddy Kurt, uh, shout out to Kurt, he he yelled at me. He was like, "Dude, why don't you buy the domain?" And I said to him, "Why would I? It's it's not. It's just my personal blog. It's not for. I'm not trying to make any money from it." And he's like, "Dude, but it it looks so crappy and spammy." And I'm like, "Dude, it's it doesn't matter. It's it's just my personal blog. It, like, why should I?" spend money and make something look professional that is just 100% for me and my family and my friends on Facebook. And he he finally said, look, see if it's available. If it is, just spend the $9 and buy it. And I was like, all right, I bet you it's taken anyways. Well, I guess as lucky would have it, it was available. So, and you know, he made me buy it. But um, until this day, it's really just a way where I can connect with my friends and share information about everything in my life that's, that's benefited me. Uh, from things like, you know, finding a proper nutrition through the paleo diet and, and bulletproof, um, from the right exercise programs like CrossFit or doing yoga, and then also to, to e-commerce and, you know, how to travel, how to, how to have, you know, basically break the chains and enjoy the life you want. Uh, you know, and there's so many people that like Adam that, who I reconnected with because of this new, of this new lifestyle. Yeah. It's like, I, 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 I think that's one of the coolest parts. Because
0: I'm starting to realize, like, people are losing their passion for life, like, all around me. I, I went on a walk last night because I love being outside. And I walk past all these houses and I saw, I would, like, see these couples sitting on opposite ends of the couch watching TV. And there's no connection. And I, I hate it because people work so hard that that's the only thing they can function well enough to do. It's like, they come home, all they want to do is turn off their brain and watch TV. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing about running your own business um when it's online is that you can have the free time to instead of instead of when you're done working you're recharging when you're done working you're like excelling and going to the next level and trying to you know achieve you know like peak experiences in your life yeah and when you surround yourself with people like that your life just becomes awesome like everything you do is is so much more fun yeah
1: what's what's really awesome uh is surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded, that wanted the same lifestyle as you, uh, kind of do the same, do the same things as you, and, and have free time. Uh, the reason why I came down to Los Angeles for the second trip, uh, even though I was in pretty happy in San Francisco, was because all my friends in SF uh, have eight to five jobs, and nobody had time to hang out. Uh, in LA, luckily, nobody has a real job, <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of free time for everyone to get together. Uh, but now what we're doing is I'm trying to get all my friends to build their own businesses, own stores. And I'm actually partnering up with uh, with two guys um, to to help them out with their stores as well is because, you know, really because it's, first it's fun. I mean, it's today we, you know, we spent the day at Panera Bread. Um, we went to Chipotle as well. It's kind quite nice. And, you know, we worked on this business together. Uh, we worked on our own separate ones and then we worked on, uh, one together and it's fun. I actually enjoy it. Um, versus, you know, if you had your, a normal job, like you wouldn't even, maybe you could talk to each other online, but that's really it. Um, you know, my goal is to have all of my friends have location, independent income and be able to just travel. I mean, I would really, really like all my friends to be able to come visit me in Thailand, all hang out together, be able to take a trip out to Hawaii or out to Europe or out to South America and all get together. So that is my goal. And somebody actually joked the other day, uh, was it, was it you or Jason that I was building an army I said
0: that I said, it was like fight club <laughs>
1: and we we're like literally building an army of entrepreneurs. Um, it's awesome. So, you know, right here in, in, you know, in your earbuds, you know, you're, you're joined by, you know, other people who who are wanting to do the same path as you. And right now, you know, it's not too late. It's, it's really just getting started. Um, I mean, how many people out listen to this buy, buy stuff online, you know, b- really everybody that we know, but the market's still really untapped because there's so many things that, that people don't buy online yet that they will start doing. Like what are the, what are, you know, like what are some, some things that random things that you bought online? I mean, hmm. for me, I mean, like my, my buddy just bought, he just bought a new house and he's completely furnishing it. I mean, he bought a lawnmower online yeah. and which I never would have thought of, but I mean, you could, you could totally sell that. Yeah, you can. Um, one of the, the biggest hangouts people have is actually picking the niche. Did, did you have a lot of trouble with that? Um, I did because I know
0: that it's like if you pick a bad, if you pick something bad to start with, that's your foundation. Like you can make mistakes building a business, but you can't pick the wrong niche or you're just done. So I I ended up making a list of like forty and picking what I thought was best.
1: You know what we should do is uh, we should have another episode where we just talk about we sit down and talk about how to pick your niche, how to brainstorm, how to figure out which ones are good and which ones are bad. Yeah. Because I think that that would be really interesting, be, really interest people. But uh, as far as today, we're, we're kind of this is getting a little bit long, so we're gonna hang up and uh, play some video games. <laughs> um, and then go to yoga. Yeah, I'm gonna go do some hot. Was a hot yoga next to the porn star studio and Vivid Entertainment, right? That's the one. (laughs) All right, so we'll see how that goes. Um, But everyone, thanks for joining us. And uh, if you want to know more about how I got started, please visit my blog. It's johnnyfd.com. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-D.com. And on the right-hand side, there's actually a link that says start here. And that's what I what I give out to my friends and my family. And it goes through all the, the whole process. Uh, if you're interested in the dropship course uh, that, that Anton has made, it's, it's on there. And also all the information on Shopify. And you even get $75 in free advertising credit through Amazon for you to start your own store. So take care. Peace out. Adam. Later, guys. Thanks for having me, Johnny. All right. Bye-bye.